Hey everybody, it's me here. Happy Sunday. Well, actually, you know, I'm in Yellowstone National Park out in Wyoming today. We've decided on an impromptu trip this week with my son, Luke, who's 17, and we kind of feel like he'll be on his own soon. So I wanted to share this experience with him, and now is a great moment. So please forgive me. I'm in this beautiful place. I love Yellowstone. This is my third trip out here and I would come every year if I could. The, it is just so otherworldly. It is amazing. It is peaceful geysers and waterfalls and mountains and views like this all day long. So I just feel like God's presence is somewhere here in a unique way. I know God's presence is everywhere all the time but here it just feels so peaceful and amazing. So I'm out here and yeah today bringing you the message on Philippians from Yellowstone National Park. I didn't bring a paper Bible with me. I usually use my phone, but I haven't had service out here in three days, so I have no scripture reference for you today, but it's a good thing that it's in my heart. <laughs> but today we're talking about that infamous verse in Philippians near the end as Paul is giving his farewells to the church at Philippi, and he says... For I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, this is one of the great scriptures that we use in the world. And oftentimes it's taken out of context, I think. Usually we use this scripture for things like um, sports, sport, sports or a test that we have or a job interview. And we're like, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But I don't think that's what it means at all. Paul was in prison at this moment. So all the more this message that I can do all things, Paul was suffering immensely in this time. I think what he's saying to us is we can go through hard times because of something that God gives us, that moves in us, that we're different than others, that we have something that we cling to. What is that? What does this mean by strength? Now, when I was smaller, I was I watched a lot of Christian TV, and I don't know, I was a teenager, and they had this thing, maybe you remember it, uh, called, I don't remember the name of it, but it was like the power team or something, and it was on late night, and probably geared to teenagers like me at the time, and there was this group of people who were like the world's strongest men, I mean, they were huge, and, and they would have this whole, like, entertainment time, this whole performance of breaking stuff and showing how strong they were. They would like rip phone books in half and break chains, literally like break these huge chains and lift these massive weights. And at the end, they'd give this altar call and everybody was like, oh my gosh, Jesus is real. I'm like, what? Jesus is real because these guys are strong and can tear up a phone book? Like, and they were like, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and rip the phone book in half. And like, is that what this is about? Is that is that what it's become? Like, we can rip stuff, we can have big churches, and we can have great music, and we can tear chains and get people into political office. I mean, is that what Christ's message has become? Is that what this strength is that we have inside of us? I don't think, though. I think it's so much more than that. One of the things I think about, I've been thinking about out here is like, why do people, why do thousands of people come to Yellowstone every year? Why do people go out in nature? I think because we feel differently out here. The world is hard. We live in a world where everybody is suffering in some way. Now, maybe you don't see it or don't show it. Maybe you wouldn't think that I'm suffering in some way, but I am. 
Maybe I wouldn't think that you're suffering from your Instagram posts, but I know that you are in some way. We all are. Our families are hard. Our jobs are hard. Our selves are hard. It's hard dealing with our own emotional status, with the feelings that rise up within us, that we don't understand why or how or even how to navigate our own emotions. Life is hard, and we suffer, and there's suffering in the world, and we lose people we love, and we lose positions that we wanted, and things don't work out, and it feels like life is just sometimes a series of disappointments, doesn't it? We get sad. We hurt. But we come to nature because I think in a moment we feel better. But why is that? I was thinking about it this week. As I'm here in this beautiful place, I feel better with the trees and with the birds and with this. And I think because I feel in a space that I'm not threatened here. Nature is this place where it is non-threatening. Nature does not feel threat. And here I am. I don't feel any threat of all, at all. Any threat of what they will think of me or what the mountains will think of me or what the lake will think of me or did I say this thing right to the birds or are they going to leave? Is the grass going to leave because they didn't like my sermon? No. Out here it's all okay. There's no threat. Sure, if you walk in the wilderness and you meet a bear with her cubs, like, or if you get too close to a buffalo, maybe there's threat then, but that's just foolishness on your part. But we don't feel any threat here. And I think that is the thing that Paul here is beginning to get at. Of like, we live in this world where we feel constantly threatened, don't we? We, we feel threatened that this relationship is not going to work out, and what will I do? Or if this job doesn't work out, then what will I do? Or my boss looked at me the wrong way. Like, what's going to happen? And we feel like I could lose this and I could lose that. And what happens if they die? Yes, it is sad. But I think sometimes we go beyond that where we feel genuinely threatened. And the moment where we feel threatened is the moment that our emotions have overtaken us. Where we have been wired in the wrong way. We will go down the wrong pathway if we allow threat to motivate our actions. Because what happens when we begin to feel threatened is we put up walls. We wall off our territory and we have an arms race. We build up the military of our heart and if anybody tries to take what is mine, then I will attack. But I think one thing we don't understand a lot of times is that whoever they, they feel threatened too. I feel fear and they feel fear and you feel fear and your boss is afraid and, 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 our, and our, the people that we love sometimes are afraid and our children feel threatened sometimes by our activities and our, our, our spouses sometimes. Like we are all walking through this life feeling threatened and it produces no good thing at all. All it produces is pain, is suffering. When we motivate, are motivated by threat and we move out of that space in fear, nothing good will come about. But oftentimes that's how we live our life. So we come to these spaces and we remember that there's nothing to feel threatened about here. God is good. God is loving us. We don't need to feel threatened by God. One of the, one of the core beliefs of my upbringing, I grew up very evangelical, and I, one of the core beliefs was that of the rapture, right? And where somehow, miraculously, God, at some time at the end of history, God was going to take out all the church and leave the world to suffer and die on its own. Because, like, like 
this is this is dangerous. This is one of the more dangerous theologies of the modern church, because what it teaches us is the world is bad, and we need to get out of it. That God's going to rescue us from it. And so the way that we begin to feel is that the world is a threat to us, that unbelievers are a threat to us, that someone who doesn't believe like we believe or, or practice culture like we practice is a threat to us. And God will one day pull us out of that in a miraculous way and will kill and destroy those unbelievers. That somehow God is feeling threatened by people who don't believe in God. But all this is baloney. All it does is produce this people who are afraid all the time, who see that we begin like us and them, and we're against them, and we're against you, and if you don't believe like us, or vote like us, or talk like us, then we are against you, because we ultimately feel threatened by you. This is no good. It's producing a nightmare. I think what Paul is talking out here and getting at is the power of Christ to feel not threatened. That we have found a peace here. That we don't have to feel threatened anymore. Because whatever could happen will never take away from us God's core love for us. Whatever happens in the world can never take away the life that Christ has in us. And this strength that Paul is talking about here, I, I don't think it always comes from within. I think it is within, and Christ put it there, but I don't think it always comes from within. I think it comes from other people around us. I think it comes from when we remember the mountains and the lakes and the fish and the birds, that they are miracles. That God is not going to work in some miraculous way to pull us out of our troubles in this world. God just doesn't do that usually. God enters into our troubles and reminds us, you are beautiful, you are good, you are loved. You don't need to feel threatened. You don't need to feel threatened. You don't need to fear. Because even if death comes, death doesn't have the final word. Jesus does. And so I believe what Paul is talking about. I believe this strength that we can do all things in is Christ's non-anxious, non-threatening peace that we have. That is the Spirit gives us from within but also brings to us with friends, with nature, with those around us, that we are reminded again and again that we are loved, that we are good, that they are good, that God loves all of creation and is working to bring redemption to all things everywhere, even if we don't understand how it's working, even if it doesn't look like it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Your life is a miracle. The life of, of those around you are miracles coming inside of you. And you know what? When we suffer disappointment in this life, it doesn't mean that it destroys us. It just means it is. And we can move on through it. We can navigate through this world because we don't feel threat. What we feel is love. What we're overtaken with is love. And love and fear, as I have said, cannot coexist. And love and threat cannot coexist. If we love others, we won't feel threatened by them. We will pour out our lives for them. There's a scripture in Luke where, Paul, where Jesus, the disciples are worried. They feel anxious about what's going to happen. And Jesus says to them, don't worry, little flock. God has chosen to give you the kingdom. Ugh. All this, God's miraculous beauty, 
is yours. I, my, my life is yours. Your life is mine. We are put together to bring each other encouragement and life, not to make each other feel threatened. We were brought together to love one another. All of us. That's what we're called to be. And so from this spot, I am reminded of God's miracles all around. The ducks, the geysers, the mountains, are reminding me that I don't have anything to feel afraid of. I don't have anything to feel threatened by. And so, may there be peace. And that is the strength by which we can do all things through. That is strong. Not breaking chains or ripping phone books. That's not strength. Strength is the ability to love even though we have not been loved. Strength is the ability to have peace even when we lose things that we loved. That we know that we are beloved. And that one day, all things will be redeemed and made whole. That's our hope. And so today, hold on to that hope. Don't give up. Remember that you don't, you're not threatened. You don't need to feel any threat. God is working on your behalf all the time. And when God brings people into your life, sometimes we pray, God, give me a miracle. Give me a miracle. Do this miraculous thing for me. Begin to look out. Who is God bringing into your life? Usually that's the way God works. God works miracles by bringing someone into your life to encourage you, to bless you, to show you something that you needed to see. So embrace it. Embrace all of life. It's beautiful. You are loved. And may you remember God's peace today. May you remember you're not threatened. You're loved. And may that be your strength to get you through all things.